beggars in the streets of London were at that time leading the lives of princes compared to the life of our soldiers in the Crimea when I arrived on the scene with 36 nurses. Florence Nightingale. Welcome to the Revisionist History Podcast, where we set the historical record straight, no matter who it might have been. I'm Paul, and today we're looking at a brief but devastating war that's largely forgotten today. Situated as it is between the better-known Napoleonic Wars that ended less than 40 years before and the American Civil War that began five years later, the Crimean War is an event easily overlooked, even by history buffs. If all you know about the Crimean War is that it's where Florence Nightingale got her start, here are some interesting facts that you need to know. First of all, it was far more global than people realize. With Britain, France, and the Ottoman Empire on one side, and the Russian Empire on the other, this conflict that lasted from October 1853 to February of 1856 was not confined to the Crimea, though most of the fighting did take place there. Battles also took place in the Balkans and Turkey, and naval engagements occurred from the Baltic and Black Seas to Russia's Pacific coast. This was consistent with wars fought by European empires from the Seven Years' War to World War I. Although it ended up as a battle between major empires, the war was initially triggered by a religious issue rather than a political one. Catholic France and Orthodox Russia had long argued over who was the true defender of the Christian holy sites inside the Ottoman-controlled Holy Land. In 1852, Tsar Nicholas I of Russia demanded that the Ottomans recognize his claim as the true defender. When the Ottomans refused, Russia invaded Ottoman-controlled Romania. Alarmed at the possibility of Russian expansion, France and England, who were at this time still unlikely allies, sided with the Ottomans and declared war on Russia. Much like the Crusades 800 years before, what started as a religious conflict ended as something much greater. Something else that's not well known about the Crimean War is that the death toll was staggering. In the 12 years of the Napoleonic Wars, between 2.5 million and 3.5 million combatants perished. A high number to be sure, but fought over 12 years and between all of the major powers, not an unusual number for the time. In the less than two and a half years of the Crimean War, over 500,000 combatants died, the vast majority from disease rather than wounds suffered in battle. It was a sad foreboding of the mass casualties that would be seen in the U.S. Civil War and in both world wars. Our fourth fact is a literary one. Surprisingly, for such a short conflict, it had a major literary impact in two key areas. A young, then unknown, Leo Tolstoy was an artillery officer during the 11th month siege of the Crimean city of Sevastopol. During the siege, he wrote what would later be published as his Sevastopol Sketches. And these first-hand accounts of the horrors of war were so popular with Russian readers 
that he became a literary celebrity after their publication, 10 years before he wrote War and Peace. The Crimean War also led to the publication of Britain's poet laureate, Alfred Lord Tennyson's most famous poem, The Charge of the Light Brigade. The poem chronicles the ill-fated charge of the British Light Cavalry Brigade at the Battle of Balaclava. The brigade was supposed to pursue a fleeing battery of Russian artillery. However, Lord Lucan directed them toward the wrong battery, one that was in fact entrenched, and 278 of the 666 men of the Light Brigade were killed or wounded. The poem remains both a tribute to the men of the Light Brigade and a scathing commentary on inept military leadership. Now there's much more to learn from the Crimean War and about the Crimean War, but these few facts are a good place to start. That's what I try to do with this podcast most of the time is give you a jumping off point. And as Crimea remains prominent in the news over 150 years after the war, the more we know of its history, the better. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you again soon. Thanks for listening to today's episode. I hope you're finding this podcast both informative and entertaining. If you'd like to help us keep episodes like this coming, please consider clicking on the support this podcast link in the show notes. It'll help us create more content and go a long way toward making this podcast completely ad-free. Thanks again.